You're listening to Trepid Talks. Trent Sturgill, and welcome to Trepid Talks, where we discuss and relive classic slashers and campy horror franchises, ponder fan theories, review independent films, and ramble about anything horror. Before we get down to specifics, I want to talk about the new and old generation of horror aficionados. Regardless of your age or when you were born, you can appreciate horror in any form. There are massive differences between old horror and new horror, and the subgenres are seemingly endless. Endless to the point that if you're a fan of horror, you'll find a niche that suits you. It's okay to cross out the classics, or refuse to accept the new series and reboots as long as you appreciate horror for what it is. Entertainment through suspense and adrenaline, violence and gore, or mystery and the unknown. In the traditional slasher film horror scene, very few franchises measure up, nor are they as memorable as things like Friday the 13th, Nightmare, and the Halloween collections. But there are many more that we cannot forget. Even the ones deemed terrible hold a special place in our hearts and are remembered as absolute legends. Time for the Franchise Spotlight. The Evil Dead trilogy is a perfect example of a franchise that was intended to be gloomy and serious, but evolved into a campy shock horror greatness that many enjoy. For those of you that have never seen The Evil Dead, or its sequels, Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, it follows the story of Ashley, or Ash Williams, played by Bruce Campbell. Without throwing out spoilers, The Evil Dead and The Evil Dead 2 hit classic tropes, such as college kids, isolated locations, and the final girl or guy sequences, while introducing unique and extremely violent situations involving demonic possession of people, nature, and even inanimate objects. The final movie of the trilogy, Army of Darkness, is an exciting mess of comedy, horror, shock value, and evil medieval fantasy. Though this franchise was not incredibly successful upon release, the cult following grew and evolved until 2015, when the television series, Ash vs. Evil Dead, debuted and ran for three seasons, receiving pretty good reviews. If you have not seen this franchise, give it a chance and enjoy it for what it is. So an interesting question to ask is why do some people enjoy horror movies? Is it because they like the sense of fear of being on edge? Does it get the adrenaline flowing sitting all alone in the dark watching their favorite scary movie? Or maybe they just appreciate the creativity put into specific plots or even the unique motive behind killers and antagonists. I personally prefer horror movies that don't have a happy ending or at least those that seem to be less campy and sit on the dark and serious brooding side. This doesn't mean that the campy slasher flicks don't have a place in my heart. I love them. One of the greatest things about horror movies is that there are so many variations of what defines horror. Unless you're an individual that can't handle the dark, murderous plots of a horror movie, you'll be able to find one you enjoy. I have also noticed that in the present day, some horror movies can be less scary and instead just make you feel downright uncomfortable. This is just as effective as any slasher film could be. Another interesting thing about horror franchises is giving them a few years and seeing what they become through sequels, which is what we're going to talk about next. Resurrecting the Dead Let's talk about rebooting and jumpstarting old franchises, specifically when it comes to horror. First off, I understand the argument that some franchises are rebooted strictly to involve the new generation and the profit of them, using well-known franchises. This works 
on the old fans of the collection as well, just because they want to see how it holds up. Other people like to think that if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Some old franchises are great and essentially get destroyed or corrupted by their new age counterpart. Let's look at the Halloween franchise as it had a very chaotic run up until the newest installment, which is set to release this October. The story of Michael Myers, also known as The Shape, was supposed to end after the second installment, hence why the third installment in the series had practically nothing to do with him and did poorly because of it. From then on, the franchise is kept with a shape, but not without taking massive breaks in between some segments, and also attempting to reboot the franchise in 2007 for two additional installments. Regardless of the critics' reviews, this franchise has existed for nearly 40 years and is still going. I'm looking forward to the newest installment, and it appears that they're going back to the roots in production, so I'm pretty optimistic. That wraps it up for this installment of Trepid Talks. Next episode, we'll have some guests to discuss our favorite scares and touch on other famous franchises. Take care, everyone, and keep the lights off.